0: Yourselves, America. This is the Fitters Live with Stephen Ayer on Mojo Five O Radio. You can find us anywhere that you enjoy podcast listening. But if you'd like to listen to us live, you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, Mojo Five O Radio Station, there, or you can go to Facebook.com forward slash Mojo Five O Radio, where you can watch, listen, and text away. If you would like to communicate with us, you can do that through the Facebook feeds, or you can go to Twitter uh, at DOAE show or at Stephen airy or you can tweet me or message me or all of that mess on the Me If you go to the Me I'm there. I'm at the Mo- Mojo Five O. We have our own page as well. DOAE show there. Check us out. Talk to us. Let me know what's going on. Now, before we get started, let me tell you about Era Capital Management. You see, do you have an old 401k or any other investment assets scattered all over the place? So you owe it to yourself to consolidate and simplify your life. Contact Era Capital Management today. They can help you put an investment plan in place to help you grow your wealth. It's your life, your era. Invest in it. Era Capital Management LLC is a registered investment advisor. Investing in securities involves the risk of loss. Visit EraCapitalManagement.com or call them at 509 559 6229. That's 509 559 6229, management.com Tell Jacob that we sent you. Oh my gosh, guys. Oh my gosh. Oh no. RGB is back. R.G.B. is alive! <sighs> Alright, that was a little bit dramatic, but whatever. Uh, apparently, thanks for thanks to TMZ. TMZ has gotten the first video of what looks to be Ruth Bader Ginsburg walking in a giant coat, surrounded by a bunch of people, being held up, basically, as she's walking across the courts. This was at the uh, D.C. Reagan National Airport. I don't know where she's flying out to, but apparently she's going flying, which is kind of weird because she shouldn't be in her condition. RGB missed two weeks of oral arguments at the high court after going under the knife for lung cancer. Uh, she's been doing markedly better than, uh, than uh, on January 9th. And uh, as such, you know, they've been giving her a clean bill of health, which is kind of weird because. Um, She's really old. And a clean bill of health really doesn't mean that much when you're that old. Just saying. Just saying. <sighs> flying like on a broom. No, not flying like on a broom. Like flying on a plane. Uh, you don't need a broom to go to the airport. RGB Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, that's about right. That is about right. But that's okay. RGB is apparently, she's apparently been resurrected. So, I mean, uh, it's pretty good evidence. She was talking. She wasn't just being huddled through the crowd or anything like that. There wasn't this weird after effect. there, there no CGI, whatever. You know, but at the same point in time, it, you know, they, they could put a double in there. It could have been a double. This, This could be, you know, a deep fake. We don't know. We don't know what this is, but she seems to be upright and walking. And if that's the case, great. I'm glad that she is not dead. Um, I'm glad that she is okay and that she is safe. I wish no ill toward her, but I really wished she wasn't in, you know, there anymore. I just, just wished she wasn't there, like there. Just stop being in the court, you know, go home. Potty double sitting in court. Lovely. Yeah. You know. Uh, no, it wasn't a ventrilo- ventriloquist. It wasn't anything like that. There wasn't a delay in the voice, and it didn't sound like somebody was going, <laughs> So, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's it's okay. It is what it is. And, you know, I find it funny. Uh, I find it about as funny as Rocky over here saying, did, uh, did, did Juicy Mullet uh, pay an Empire actor to play RGB, uh, RBG, maybe, maybe, maybe what happened was uh, after the whole event where she was doing her musical, they, you know, replaced her with whoever was performing Notorious RBG, the the, the movie or whatever, the, the, the play, you know, that might be the case. I don't know, but whatever it is, it's just... It's just not what it is. I, I I mean she's she seems to be up and going. I'm glad for the up and going. But um, I'm glad I'm glad she's not dead because uh, you know I don't wish death or or pain on anybody. That's or, well anybody that is a regular person. Um, you know pe- people that do horrible things. I I don't mind if they have pain or death come upon them. But it is what it is. <sighs> also in the news today, Elizabeth Warren. Wants a wealth tax. And nobody understands how it's going to work. See, there are tools that don't involve quite the risk of challenges targeting the rich families. But, you know, she just wants to do it anyway. Some of the nation's most powerful families would surely use their resources to fight a wealth tax. Uh, That coming from Reuters, Yuriko Nakao. See when uh, when the United States government wants to raise money from individuals, it uh, its mode of choice more than any uh, uh, for more than a century has been to tax what people earn, the income they received from the work or their investments. But what if instead the government taxed the wealth you have accumulated? That's right. Sen- Senator Elizabeth Warren has embraced this idea during her presidential challenge. Yes, Dylan. She is part of the wealthy she is trying to fight against. See, it represents more than a substantial rethinking of the federal government's approaches to taxation uh, than any uh, than anything a major presidential candidate has proposed in recent memory in a new wealth tax a new wealth text that would be uh, that would have enormous implications for inequality i really think she's just doing this because she knows bernie sanders got in the race um she put this out there like the day before bernie sanders uh, the, uh like yesterday and bernie sanders got into the race today so bernie sanders gets in the race um which means you're going to have a, a another old white guy who is a socialist get in the race um so i mean whatever not a big deal um but it's like the fourth or fifth old white person that's gotten into the race for the Democratic Party the senator elizabeth warren's plan a tax on a family's wealth above 50 million at 2% a year with an, adi- an additional surcharge of 1% of wealth over a billion it would shift more than the uh, more of the burden of paying for government toward the families that, uh, that have accumulated fortunes in the hundreds of millions of billions or whatever of dollars. And over time, such a tax would make it less likely that such fortunes develop over, uh, at all. So basically what it's doing is it's taxing the rich out of being rich because nobody will ever acquire enough money to get to this point anymore to make sure that they don't get taxed for being that rich and then what the government will do after that portion is they will lower the standard they will say well no it's not 50 million anymore and it's not 1 billion dollars now it's now it's 5 million uh 5 million dollars income and 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 only a half a uh, half a billion dollars you know and they're just going to drop it and drop it and drop it so what is she trying to do? She's trying to go farther socialist than Bernie Sanders, and it's really hard to be more left than a socialist. It's really hard to be more left than socialist, and it just so happens that this woman has decided to do that. So how is she going to do this? Well, she's not. She's not. She can't. Um, that sort of inve- that that sort of taxation would have to be passed. Legally, It can't just be a new implication from the IRS. There has to be bills put into office. There has to be an entire plan put into place. She can't just sit out there and say, I'm just going to do this. And yeah, here it is. There you go. It's not going to work that way. And because it's not going to work that way, the best part about it is this is a null story. This is a big Nothing burger, because she's just blowing smoke up everybody's ass. And yes, that's an Indian reference. <sighs> See, the comedian Chris Rock had a routine in the early 2000s in which he expounded on the distinctions between those who are rich and those who are wealthy. Shaquille O'Neal, the basketball star, was rich, said Rock. The team owner who signed his paycheck was wealthy. And that, in a nutshell, gets... Uh, gets at the conceptual difference between trying to tax people's income and tax uh, and the tax code does today, and versus their wealth. Well, not really. Not really, because Shaq is also wealthy. He's just not as wealthy as as the person paying for him to play in in in, in all those things in the early two thousands. Ooh a socialist battle royale king of the, uh, king of the ring style that would be amazing um you guys remember that claymation i forget that puts me uh, puts me on a tangent but remember that claymation i forget what it's called uh, anybody out there the claymation where you had the celebrities celebrity death match that's what it is it's celebrity death match i would love to see political death match Uh, claymation version, or even the real thing would be just fine with me. Not a big deal. I'd be okay with it. Uh, Political deathmatch, Democrat deathmatch would be all right too. Um, And just see who wins. I mean, I'm pretty sure that, uh, you know, Miss Wampum Peace Pipe would uh, would be able to get uh, some feathers in her boa uh, at there, but I'm pretty sure Bernie Sanders has a good right hook. I'm sure he has a good right hook. Don't sleep on the old man. Don't sleep on him. He might be able to pile drive you. Just don't let him get behind you. I mean, (laughs) he's a cheapskate too. Anyway. i just don't get it i don't understand what the obsession is um i do understand that they would just want to spend everybody's money and they understand that they can't keep doing that if they don't have money to spend even when you know you just keep on raising the debt limit and the credit limit and everything else for for our nation and say well oh no it's okay it's not a big deal it's just fine where it is we're just you know 22 trillion dollars in debt we're just going to spend more money you don't have enough money if you taxed The wealth away from the rich. You still don't have enough money to fund the government like they do. The only way that they can do this... The only way that they can take care of this stuff... Is that they can go through and actually cut their spending. If they went through and cut the crap out... The stuff that they really, really love... The stuff that we really, really hate... All of that crap that nobody cares for, that nobody wants to talk about, that stuff, if we just stop paying for it, we'd see our country turn around within three years, maybe less. We'd see the debt roll back. It'd be like, a, it'd be like a, a, a Kmart Blue Light Special. It'd be like a Walmart rollback. It would be the, you know, the price would just ding, 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 roll through. It would be awesome. And you know, the funny thing, we have these uh, tax breaks and everything that have happened over the years, uh, this past year with, with Donald Trump, and he gave all these tax breaks and corporate tax breaks and everything. Did you know that we still collected more taxes than we did in the year prior? We collected more taxes than we did in the uh, in the prior years, before the tax breaks that happened, before the new provisional tax laws came into place. We made more money. Oh, I can just see it now, guys. I Rocky and uh, Rocky, Donna, and everybody else on the Facebook page is is all going into the celebrity death match. You know, feather boas. You know, Ric Flair. Woo! That whole deal. Yeah, I just. Ping the mic pretty good there. <laughs> Bernie Sanders strikes you as a fisticuffs guy, old style boxer with the handle handlebar mustache. Except for he can't grow a mustache. I don't think it doesn't look like he can. It really doesn't look like he can. It, it just is what it is. I don't. I don't know. It, it, it could be. It could be that he could be growing the handlebar mustache. He could be doing that thing. It's the debates. Now, see, it's not the debates. The debates should be an, all, uh, an all-out brawl. It should just be these people going through, diving in headfirst, and just knocking the mess out of each other, which may happen politically. Uh, we may see that over the next few months uh, to to year. We may see these people really digging into each other, making sure that they're comparing each other back and forth and, and really diving in and saying, you know, well, this idiot does this all the time and, and, and trying, to, trying to attack the people that they're going up against instead of attacking Donald Trump. The only way that we're going to get anywhere, uh, the only way that these Democrats are going to get anywhere in the polls is if they put themselves above the other. Um, and, you know, the best person that knows about putting things above other things is is definitely Elizabeth Warren. I mean, with her whole Indian background and heritage and, you know, totem poles and everything else. So it, it just might be that one of those things, she she gets it. Let's see. This is from uh, Doc Thompson got run over by an Amtrak DOA show. Love what Trump said. Quote, Bernie got a raw deal. His better days are past. Only one of the rest of the candidates will win, and we know who that will be. Yeah, that's pretty much true. Huh. I-, I agree. I agree. That that's that's it. And I mean nobody really wants to see Bernie Sanders shirtless, just like nobody wants to see Elizabeth Warren um at all. Nobody wants to see her at all. They don't they don't even want to see her face. I mean If you don't know by now that Elizabeth Warren is not only um, a racist, and a socialist, and a moron, then you yourself haven't been paying attention to anything that's been going on. And talking about these things, and speaking of these things, I want to let you guys know about Patriot Mobile. See, here's the truth. Your cell phone company is probably funding liberal gun grabbers like Pelosi, like Camelto Harris, uh, like bernie sanders but patriot mobile is america's only conservative cell phone company and it's doing the exact opposite see if you're fed up with uh, with disgusting policies like the new york abortion law bloomberg gun control plans and the stalemate of border policies make the simple switch to patriot mobile join thousands of americans using patriot mobile and get reliable nationwide coverage and watch your hard-earned money Fight for the First and Second Amendment rights, border security, and the sanctity of life. Veteran-led Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every bill to conservative causes like the Heritage Foundation, the NRA, the Susan B. Anthony list, and so much more. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy, and their unlimited talk and text plans start as low as $20 a month. If you need more motivation, mention DOC when you call 1-800-A-PATRIOT or visit uh, visit them online at patreonmobile.com forward slash mojo uh, to get two activation fees waived. That's patreonmobile.com forward slash mojo or 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Let them know. Promo code DOC. Patreon Mobile is enough is enough. Join the fight today. PatriotMobile.com forward slash mojo. Rocky, come on. Uh, what is this? Hold on. What, what are you guys talking about over here? Imagine Warren walking up to uh, walking up and uh, be slapping Kamala. That'd be gold. That would be gold. Kamala would use a uh, use the sequins of her technicolor coat to gouge out eyes, ninja star style. I can see that happening. And no, nobody wants to see Bernie Sanders shirtless. Of course, he would come out Ric Flair style and just woo all over the place. I am. I'm so ashamed of that comment right now. I'm just. <laughs> that's, that was wrong. I shouldn't have said that. <clears throat> All right. So. I wanted to let you guys know about this. So, earlier, I found this story and it came out earlier today that masked activists have reclaimed, quote unquote, reclaimed border patrol a border patrol museum and then started vandalizing the pictures of agents who were killed in the line of duty the protesters were chanting say it loud say it clear border patrol kills they really suck at their rhyming i mean what you guys need to work on that i'm just you know to just work okay just work on it all right just do it Dozens of masked activists stormed a National Border Patrol museum in El Paso, Texas, over the weekend, defacing exhibits, including pictures of the fallen agents, and later boasting that they had reclaimed the institution. Museum director David Hamm told the Washington Examiner that roughly 50 protesters donning masks to conceal their identity say it isn't so. Donning masks to conceal their identity? (laughs) oh goodness uh swarmed through the building on saturday displaying banners and chanting say it loud say it clear border patrol kills because it doesn't they're supposed to rhyme they're just it, it just doesn't work if it doesn't rhyme okay you know at least at least use the same word over and over again in the chant i mean it's it's just is what it is. All right, we we have to, you know, if you're gonna do a chant, make sure that the chant is it works. And yeah, they're off on the uh, iambic pentameter. They're they're off on all this crap. I mean, come on, it has to it has to flow. It has to rhyme. It has to reason. Sort of, maybe, a little bit. I mean, just look at all your rappers. They can rhyme. Why don't why can't you? Oh. <sighs> Ham posted on Facebook page after the incident, saying that the uh, the activists defaced all of their exhibits, including the sacred memorial room. Efforts to uh, to prosecute them will be pursued once damages is assessed. He he said, "quote This angers me greatly." The demonstrators uh, the demonstration was organized by a group calling itself Tonio. The occupation. The occupation. Occupation, Occupy, Occupy, Occupy Wall Street, occupiers, these are the same people, funded by the same people, i.e. George Soros, just, just open, uh, uh, the, the, the Open Foundation or Open Borders Foundation and all that other, it's the same folks, guys. The same people that disrupt everything else in the rest of our lives are doing the same crap. On the, on the day of the protest, uh, the, the group, Tornillo, posted on Facebook Our direct action nonviolently reclaimed the Border Patrol Museum and exposed the true violence of borders and those who patrol them. Wait. So, you go into a site, take it by force, spray paint everything, deface everything, and you chant. A non-rhyming chant. And you say that that's exposing something? Anything? Okay. Yes, Tornillo. That's the name, Rocky. That's exactly how you spell it. I knew you'd get it. I knew you'd get it, Rocky. They just can't do this. I mean, they can do this whenever they want. They're going to claim whatever they want. They're just doing this, and this is going to be the thing. See, quote, direct action, reclaiming the Border Patrol Museum and exposing the true violence of the Border and Border Patrol. The group. That's what they posted. That's the caption that they posted for the video feeds and everything else that they posted up there. Footage shows dozens of demonstrators filing into the museum, some of them masked, others not, sinking and displaying banners. They have banners, guys. Then a protester, whom identified herself, ooh, sorry, you can't say herself that is politically incorrect. Uh, as Hope from New Mexico explains over the megaphone, We are here bring awareness to the museum and the laws that it tells. The revisionist history that is happening and the being displayed right here inside of the building we are celebrating the genocide and concentrating camp of migrant youth and families really the video remains focused on hope and other activists who speak to the crowd until the group begins to funnel out of the building chanting and cheering two museum workers can then be seen addressing the female activist holding a baby with one with one saying there's no need to put the stuff in our uh, on our displays and another one saying you guys came in uh, came in and you scared our people harassed them and vandalized outside they remain chanting f your walls f your borders and we won't take your effing orders hey they rhymed that time good job never forgotten apparel is more than just a premium women's and men's clothing line it's a movement to remind us to wear american made and serve those who serve us our heroes Never Forgotten Apparel gives 20% of their total sales to nonprofits that support homeless veterans and off-duty firefighters, and 50% to individual veterans and firefighters in need nationwide. Check out NeverForgottenApparel.com, use promo code DOC, and get 15% off your purchase. That's NeverForgottenApparel.com. So you're looking for a job, right? Wait, no, should I be? I mean, uh, I always keep my options open, but should I? We'll, Well, we'll... We'll talk about that after uh, this Um, uh, But if you happen to be looking for a job, one of the most important things you will need is an updated and current resume. Are you trying to tell me something here? Nicole's Resume Renewal Service is where you should go take your resume to the next level. I, I really don't understand. Have you, have you seen what happens when you try to go it alone? Go to facebook.com forward slash Nicole's Resume Renewal Service to get your resume in top shape. And don't forget to use the promo code DEFENDERS for $10 off any resume package. Is this because we aren't going daily right now? That's facebook dot com forward slash Nicole's Resume Renewal Service. That's facebook dot com forward slash Nicole's Resume Renewal Service with the promo code Defenders for ten dollars off. Is this really for me? That I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, seriously. Is this, this for me? Nah, it's, it's, it's water on the bridge. Take the pain out of ordering your diabetic testing supplies with Diathrive. Diathrive ships the testing supplies you need directly to you when you need them. Best of all, with plans starting as low as $8 a month, Diathrive is probably going to cost you less than what you're paying today. Diathrive is so convinced that you'll love their service. They're offering your first month of supplies Free. Simply type the code doc DOC at checkout. Diotrive.com. That's DIA Thrive.com. Mojo50.com. And we're back. This is the Fitters Live with Steven Area Mojo 50 Radio. Yes, over on the twitters, uh, Doc Thompson got run over by an Amtrak. Yes, I did laugh at something that I couldn't read. Specifically, what you posted um, on a tweet prior. I don't think I can even like that one, but I'm going to anyway. Just saying, if you want to go over, <laughs> look for it. And if you guys want to, go ahead and use uh, hashtag uh, hashtag what I learned today. It's okay. Everybody's going to start using it. It's all right. Yeah. FYI, don't go into the mojo me, we chat room. It's really wild there. They're doing some crazy weird, wild stuff. It's weird, wild stuff over in the mojo, uh, mojo five Oh radio chat room. Um, before we continue on go to lovemytummy.com. Go to lovemytummy.com forward slash mojo. Use the promo code mojo to get yourself a three-month supply of Atron Teal. Atron Teal normally is a one-month supply for $39.95. You would get it for 99 bucks for a three-month supply if you use that promo code over at lovemytummy.com forward slash mojo. If you don't know what it is, it's the world's first over-the-counter proven solution for bloating developed by a board-certified gastroenterologist, Ken Brown, who is a butt man, I hear. Um, safe for daily use, 100% natural polyphenols designed for addressing your bloating problems when they begin, not just treating the symptoms. It's not a probiotic, not not an antibiotic. It is a blend of polyphenols to help regulate and end the methane production as well as act as a postbiotic to benefit your overall health. Your health starts in your gut. So go better your life. Go to lovemytummy.com. Forward slash mojo, promo code mojo. Get a three month supply for only ninety nine dollars. Start today. Make it a best practice. You'll thank me for it. I promise. Oh goodness gracious. Mojo Miwi is like looking at blue waffle. Yeah, that well, I don't know because I've never actually looked up blue waffle. So I'm very happy. I never have and I never will. It's just it's I can't do it. I can't do it. Can't look it up. I, I, I've I've kind of thought maybe, maybe I should just to kind of know what everybody's talking about. But no, nope, not going to do it. Not going to do it. Nope, not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. Nope, not going to do it. So, Tennessee lawmakers have proposed a combination lock on pill bottles to fight the opioid crisis. That's right. You heard me right. Two state lawmakers in Nashville have proposed putting on a combination lock on top of pill bottles to stop people from stealing opioids. Like, it's a plastic bottle, guys, and the lock is going to be plastic. They're going to just break it, you morons. The thinking is ordinary pill bottles are too easy to open for some people, uh, and the drugs are too easy to steal to some people. The combination of pill bottle uh, pill bottle added uh, adds another layer. The combination pill bottle adds another layer of protection, potentially to stop someone from uh, taking the first steps of getting hooked. "Quote: It's simple. It is safe." This is from uh, Turning Point Addiction Campus's CEO Ted Bender. Anybody else think it's funny that Turning Point Addiction Campus's CEO's last name is Bender? Or is that just me? Said so that's yeah, that's just me, I guess. Okay. He believes a combination lock on top of pill bottles can help prevent prevent new cases of opioid addiction. Bender shared data that shows that uh, shows 4 out of 5 addicts start by experimenting taking pills that don't belong to them. Quote, "A long uh, a lot of time, it starts right in your own home." in your own medicine cabinet and this lockable pill bottle will prevent that from happening no it won't no it won't it won't prevent it from happening it just it's stupid it's just an additional thing for old people to not be able to get their pills in time the two state uh two state lawmakers have introduced legislation monday calling uh called them the uh the pilfering prevention act the pilfering prevention act And its goal is to make this new type of pill container mandatory for all and any prescription opioids and stimulants. That's right. You have to use a different pill bottle for certain drugs. So all that's going to mean is they're going to pinpoint those specific pill bottles and just break them open instead. Uh, Quote, it will have a combination lock on it. And the code will be given out of the the pharmacy to the person it is prescribed to. It will be a unique code, Uh, the former addict, uh, the former addict now Turning Point Campus Counselor Anne Montgomery said. uh, said She started using pills at the age of sixteen. Montgomery believed the idea of, of a lock might deter people from trying opioids because it would make them harder to get into. It's called a knife. It's plastic. It's plastic. A hammer. A knife. Throwing it against the ground. A hacksaw, any of these things, a serrated blade of any kind, would open up the bottle without an issue. (laughs) Rocky Lee over at the Facebook page, the, the Pilfering Prevention Act, sounds like an old episode of the 1960s Batman. Sorry. The proposed legislation is not new, by the way. Lawmakers in the states of Michigan and Maryland introduced this legislation last year, but didn't get any traction because cost. It can add to the cost of prescriptions by as much as $5, warning the Maryland Pharmacist and Retail Association. The bender told Fox 13 the benefits outweigh the cost because, quote, the same person can grab the same bottle without the lock on it. Take a few pills, and that's all they need to get started with their addiction on opioids. Sure. Bender said that if a person forgets the combination, uh, they can call their pharmacist for help. Of course. Or they can just break it. So you guys are right on it. You guys are right on it. The password is password. The password to the combination is 12345. That's the same passcode as my luggage. Thank you for that great airplane reference right there. That is amazing. Well done. Good job, folks. Nicely done. Nicely done. I love you guys. That is that is awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the same as my email. Yes, and that's the same as my Facebook password. Shh. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. By the way, did you know that abortion was the leading cause of death worldwide in 2018? Yes. And we'll be talking to a person about this tomorrow. Um, we'll be talking to Carla. I think it's... Uh, Dedessi. Yeah, Carla Didessi. That I think that's it. I'm going to ask her tomorrow. Carla Dedessi, We're going to be talking to her tomorrow and her organization, what they're doing um, to, to help promote life. See, abortion was the leading cause by leaps and bounds, by leaps and bounds over what? what was it? 42 million children were killed by abortion. I'm going to repeat that again. 42 million people were killed via abortion last year. These statistics come from world uh, worldometer. It's a uh, it's an independent site that just collects data. That's all they do is collect data worldwide. That's all they do. Now, to give you a comparison, as of December thirty first, twenty eighteen, there have been for forty one point nine million abortions performed over the course of the year in the world. By contrast, eight point two million people died of cancer in twenty eighteen, and five point uh, or excuse me, five million. From smoking and 1.7 million died from AIDS or HIV related illnesses. Now, it is also record, uh, it also records the total number of abortions in the world based on the latest statistics on abortions published in the World Health Organization. That means the WHO. Who? The WHO. Who? The World Health Organization. Yeah, who? That's right, who? Globally, just under a quarter of all pregnancies, 23%, were ended by abortion and every 33 uh, out of every 33 live, live births, 10 infants were aborted. Worldometer estimates that 59 million deaths worldwide in 2018, but that number does not include the unborn babies of uh, uh, unborn babies aborted deaths. Unborn babies are not recognized as human beings through uh, biology uh, even though biology indicates that they are unique living human being in concept uh, and they die brutal violent deaths in abortion yeah you heard me you heard what I said they don't count them an estimated 60 million unborn babies have been killed in the United States since Roe v. Wade in 1973. In January, pro life advocates will gather for the annual March for Life um, in DC to remember the anniversary of the infamous decision to call for restored protections for the unborn. You should go if you can. It's going to be good. It bothers me. It bothers me that these people have this in their hearts that they have this idea of of death in their mind and they think it's okay it's not okay 42 million people were killed because of abortions last year worldwide 42 million in America it was a couple million by itself who's doing this well America's a big contributor China's a big contributor Russia's a big contributor Africa's a big contributor funny enough places like Israel and Egypt are big contributors It seems to me that the more free we are, the more, the more technologically advanced we get—yeah, now Ireland too—the more willing somebody is to allow themselves to run away with, with notions that are so stupid— so flawed and fallible in their lives that a normal human being would never think of these things. We're so inundated with this now daily. We have so many different organizations. They're, they're, They're getting into our schools. They're telling our kids about sex education. They're doing all these things, and it's not really sex education. It's abortion education. They're trying to teach our kids how to kill the next generation before it happens. You're right, Doc Thompson got run over by an Amtrak. 42 million? Margaret Singer would be proud. In one year. And that woman was a racist too. She specifically set up her plans and her her understanding to make sure that she quelled the numbers of those dark-skinned folks. That's true, Rocky. It is just a crutch. Technology, as technology advances, we understand more and more that a baby is a baby is a baby, no matter what stage of life they're in. An unborn fetus is is, is a baby. It is a baby. It, that's it. There is no doubt. It is a child in the womb. The better technology we get, the easier it is to show people that that is the case. It isn't some zygote, some crazy single-celled organism. It isn't some frog thing, some tadpole that's been pushed down and, and, and tied through or anything else. It's not something that you've gotten from a 1920s Biology textbook saying that all life starts out looking the exact same because it doesn't we've now seen the actual spark of life when it happens because of technology and yet we are the science deniers when we say that an unborn child is a life these people are morons and currently they're in control of more places than not so we need to watch out for ourselves because they're also looking for other things speaking of looking at other things to control go to Tar river arms tra guns dot It's America's first virtual gun store. It's making making it easier and more comfortable than ever to purchase your firearms online. They're modernizing online online firearm sales to accommodate for the online generation. Those who prefer brick-and-mortar experiences through 3D interaction uh, experiences to view and inspect the guns that they're purchasing. They have weekly specials. They eliminate shipping and brokerage fees. Uh, They have great guns at great prices and a great service. They're veteran-owned and operated. Plus, they also have layaway and consignment options available now. TRAGuns.com. TRAGuns.com. Tell them Steven over at Mojo sent you. TRAGuns.com. Go protect yourself, protect your life, and protect the lives of the future generation. Well, speaking of morons who decided to do something stupid, a Baltimore man died after reportedly catching fire inside of a porta potty near the city MP's uh MNPT's bank stadium. That's right. A Baltimore man died Saturday after he apparently caught fire while inside of a porta potty outside of a stadium. Fire crews responded to the scene to find three porta potties on fire. Gonna let that sink in for a second. Fox uh, Fox Five DC reported authorities and investigators uh, uh, are investigating the cause of the fire. Reports said that there was a stadium employee called it uh, that a stadium employee called in that the three stalls were on fire. At one point, an adult man was seen exiting one of the stalls, and then collapsing. And that's all they got for the story. I don't I don't know what he's trying to do. Maybe it was a buildup of methane. You know, because that's a greenhouse gas and you need need to release a little bit. So instead of opening the door and letting it vent, he decided to light a match, probably, because he's a moron. Maybe he decided to light his fire, uh, his farts on fire. Maybe he decided to smoke in a porta potty because smoking in the men's room. Yeah, smoking in the men's room. Yeah. I hope somebody got that musical reference. It seems quite apparent that this man had no sense. It could have been the Mexican food that he was eating. Um, It could have been that he was eating at uh, Tacos Locos. Uh, It could have been the Mexican food truck down the street. Um, He could have just gotten some very spicy barbecue, maybe some wings. Uh, Maybe he was very into hot sauce, and it just, uh, you know, Things happen, you know you get that feeling a rumbling in your tumbly, and, you're tumbling, and uh, suddenly things just explode. It just explodes. Maybe he spontaneously combusted just a little bit, just a little bit. And when he did, he lit it on fire. Maybe there was too much friction in his body. Maybe maybe he had some static in his shoes. Because you know those porta potties are plastic, right? So maybe he caused some static, and he touched something wrong, and that little spark—all it takes is a spark. That's all it takes, just a little spark, little sparky spark, and it lights the uh, the entire thing on fire. So he went up in flames. He was turning smoke signals. Brownsville Station. Yeah, I know. It is what it is. You can't you can't make this stuff up, guys. You can't make this stuff up. Sadly, the man died. He died because of the burns and the smoke inhalation and things like that. So that sucks. But at the same point in time, just goes to show you, uh, you shouldn't be smoking in a porta potty I don't know if that was actually the cause or not, but I'm kind of guessing that he lit a match or something. I'm guessing. I'm just saying. It's probably there. Wait. Huh? Racial slur? Who did a racial slur? Montlake Cru. Yes, you got it. Thanks, Rocky. (sighs) Let's end on a high note. Let's end on a good note. I want to end in tonight on a happy thing. You know, it's it's been a rather stressful day. It's been kind of meh overall. So let's talk about this. An inmate uses car uh, uses an inmate who used to be a car thief. Saved a baby who was trapped in a car. That's right, you heard me. A Florida inmate who who had a knack for breaking into cars, and is in, currently impounded, currently in jail. Saved a one-year-old girl trapped in an SUV. Witnesses say the man shadow Landry. Uh, excuse me. Sorry, not the man. Shadow Landry is the. uh is the mother. she said she and her husband accidentally trapped the little girl uh, little girl whose name is Dallas in the back seat of their Chevy Tahoe while parked outside of the West Pasco Judicial Center and Newport Ritchie on Thursday. Lantry said her husband strapped Dallas into the car seat and tossed the keys to the front before shutting the doors. Apparently the moment that the door shut, they also locked locking the child inside and strapped up. Uh, The Pasco Sheriff's Office inmate uh, supervisor and several work-release inmates fixing the parking lot uh, medians nearby came to the family's aid. An inmate, who is not being publicly identified, used a coat hanger. Um, Apparently, as one of his tools, used a coat hanger to pop open the electronic doors and get the girl out. It didn't take too long for this to happen, but, you know, whether it be 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, anything like that. Being locked in a car, being a child locked in a car for any amount of time, uh, not only do you get stir crazy, but if your parents come back and they're banging on the door, trying to get in and everything else and getting upset themselves, it would it would be very, very hard for this young girl Uh to actually keep her cool. So she was screaming and crying and everything else when they got her out. Um Lantry recorded a video of the rescue and posted on Facebook with a quote, Thank God for the criminals in this world. I respect all y'all, Lantry said. Not probably not the best thing to do, probably not the best way to put it. See so the sheriff Chris Nucco, Um said that the inmates involved in the rescue are low risk offenders they're, they're they're people that you know they're going to eventually go back to their lives and they're just trying to get their lives back on track that's why they have them out that's why they have them doing jobs and things like that quote a lot of them like these individuals they know they made bad mistakes but and bad choices but they want to do the right things in life and change their change their lives around so uh people like this guy people like this inmate you know People make mistakes. The reason why we have the systems that we have, the reasons why we have jail and everything like that is because they have to be punished for the mistakes that they've made. But the reason why we have sentencing, the way that we have sentencing, is so that they don't waste their entire life in jail paying for an offense that really wasn't that big of a deal. You know what I mean? It's, it's just one of those situations where this guy, he broke you know, he, he broke into a lot of places. He broke into a lot of places and that's just that is what it is. And so he he broke into a lot of cars and he stole cars and things like that and he decided after you know the entire point of doing what he's doing and paying for his paying his debts to society what is one of his actions? One of his actions is to save a little girl. And that's amazing to think that he was in the right state of mind. In the best state of mind he possibly could have been. To help somebody out. That's great. That's how it should be. We shouldn't be focused on ourselves. We shouldn't be focused on the daily mundane crap. We shouldn't be pushing ourselves to the point of hating each other. And lying to each other. And deceiving each other. It's not. Our lives are not the point of self-ambition. If we understand who we are and whose we are, we understand that our lives aren't our own. They're to be used for the greatest good that we can, that we can muster. And everything we do, no matter what it is, everything we do on a daily basis is already made part of a plan. Yeah, I know, determinationism, blah, 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 blah. But everything you do, every action that you make, understand this. God knows the choices that you have in front of you. God knows knows the actions that you would and would not do. He knows your heart. He knows how you act and why you act the way you act. So when you look at things, when you focus your efforts, when you identify what it is about you that makes you you, make sure that you're putting it in the perspective that keeps you on the straight and narrow. Yeah, we're going to talk trash and we're going to make jokes, but we're also going to be serious about this. We need to make sure that when we're doing what we need to do, when we're fighting the fight that we need to fight, because they're going to come. They're going to happen to us. The fights that we have, they're on the way. You're either in a fight or you're waiting for the next one to come to you. You're either in the trenches or you're about to step into one. Sorry to tell you that, that's life. Trouble's coming your way. How are you prepared for it? Turmoil, trial, is coming your way. What's your character look like? I'm not just talking to you guys, I'm preaching to myself. Because who we are... Is not about what what face we put forward to the world it 's about the desire and the heart behind the actions that we make. I screw up on a daily basis. Heck, I get upset and I blow up on a probably daily basis or almost daily basis i'm I know I seem rather chill most of the time on the radio and things like that because I get to. I get to express my views here. I get, I get to talk out the things that make me upset here. But I can't always do that. And keeping those things bound up inside you, keeping the the anger and the hatred is the worst thing for you and the worst thing for the people around you. Always put your best foot forward, guys. Always focus on the life that you can be leading. And make sure that with everything you do, you do it by the will of God. That's it, folks, for tonight. You've listened to Defenders Live on Mojo 5 Radio. Good night, Doc Thompson. We know where you are. Now, you go home. the seditious rabble rousing liberty loving home of fun entertaining and compelling talk mojo there are more ways to celebrate than ever before at the jeep celebration event hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything and now, returning FCA lessees get $2,000 combined bonus cash plus $500 Jeep Celebration bonus cash on the purchase of a 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L Limited. Lessee is solely responsible for early lease termination payments, fees, costs, and penalties. Current lease must end by 4-3-2023. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery from dealer stock by 3 Jeep is a registered trademark.